Welcome to the Beauty and Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Shawnee, and today we discuss the B-side of life, love, and business. I hope you enjoy it. talking about fitness and how taking care of your body can help you mind, body, and soul. The quote I selected for this episode is, the human body is the best work of art. And that's by Jess C. Scott. I truly believe in that quote. I shared with some of you about my weight loss journey and how I lost a total of 80 pounds. Now, I'm still working on a few um, that I'm trying to get rid of, but the 80 came off gradually, keyword gradually. But from creating a healthier life for myself, I found that I was less stressed. I was able to create more while gaining confidence in myself. But I wanted to take the time to talk to you guys about the beginning of my journey and also introduce you to today's guest, J.L. Alexander who is the owner and CEO of Black Girls Run, which is an organization who encourages all, especially African-American women, to make fitness and healthy living a priority. Believe it or not, JL and I went to elementary school together. <laughs> and, and I'm so incredibly proud of her. So welcome to the Beauty of Soul podcast, JL. I appreciate it, Shaniqua. Thank you for having me. No problem. I wanted to invite JL to the podcast because I don't know if you know this or not, JL, but the Black Girls Run Group was the first workout group I ever joined. Oh, that's and awesome. I, yeah, and I was extremely nervous. Um, I was new to Atlanta, and I decided it was time for me to get myself together. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I joined the group. Now, I know you recently took over as CEO this year, but mm-hmm. what made you interested in the Black Girls Run initially? Um, so I got introdu- actually introduced to Black Girls Run on my professional side, not even through running. Um, They were looking for PR and branding assistance over six years ago. And I was uh, fresh out of grad school looking for some hands-on work. And um, one of the co-founders, we share a mutual colleague, and he said that I should reach out and start see if I could assist them with their PR and branding that they their organization was just taking off at the time. Um, so it would be good work. And at the time I had been running already for a couple of years. So it just seemed like a really good fit in terms of my personal and professional goals, um, marrying uh, public relations, as well as my passion for running as well. So I kind of got introduced to them off the pavement Um, And it was more so in a professional standpoint. And then once I started getting engaged with the group, 
uh, that's when I started the group here in Richmond, Virginia, and served as the ambassador here. And my role with Black Girls Run has continued to evolve, um, Mm -hmm. where I've started off as a volunteer, and now I actually own the company. Um, So it has been um, a, a real journey, just as you, you know, you talk about your health and fitness goals um, and your continuous journey with becoming healthier and active. Um, my story with Black Girls Run is definitely has been a journey as well. I know, but it's exciting yeah, it's for exciting. you. Like, I'm yeah. excited for you. Yeah, it's, it's definitely exciting. I mean, just like anything else, I have my good days and my bad days. Um, it has been a huge learning curve. Um, just, you know, Whereas in the in the previous in my previous role, I just focused on one part of the business. And that was kind of our community side, community engagement, public relations, um, social media, kind of. And that's just a very small portion of the organization. So now in an ownership role, you know, I'm looking at strategy. I'm looking at uh, growth and um, partnerships and budget and all of that good stuff. So it's been definitely been exciting. Um, has stretched me um, outside of my box. Definitely put me into situations and conversations that I would never imagine. And definitely very fortunate for the opportunity. Um, so yeah, it's definitely a very exciting time in terms of this new chapter for Black Girls Run. Yeah, that's that's outstanding. Um, yeah, being. Being a boss babe (laughs) or a CEO (laughs) is not for the faint of heart. You know, like when I started my business, I was just like, you know, I'm just doing this because I just want to help people, you know. Um, And I just thought like everything was going to fall into place and that I necessarily wouldn't have to do much. (laughs) Um, But I quickly realized that was not the case. Like you, you, you are everything. You are up at two o'clock in the morning or whatever. Um, You are up working on the weekends. You are handling all aspects of your business. But one thing that I found that helps me to stay sane (laughs) and to like get my creative juices flowing or to think of ideas is staying, um, and working out. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. Like I didn't realize like how much I was missing out on, you know, before when I was just like laying around, not doing anything. Um, but now it's like a part of my life. Like I have to work out before I do much of anything, especially when it comes to like business or creative stuff, I have to get a workout in. You know, I I totally agree with you. Um, Running has become one of those things that if I don't do it, I feel bad. And when I do it, even though it's tough while I'm doing it, I feel so much better afterwards. So and I think it's almost like an obligation now. I'm like, I can't head up a running company if I'm not running myself and being that you know, and being out on the pavement with the women telling my own health and fitness journey. And so that it's kind of an obligation now <laughs> to get out there and run. So that's what's been a positive. But yeah, running has definitely become a part of my life um, in more ways than one, uh, whether it's traveling, whether it's the connections that I make, the relationships and friendships that I've made through running. Um, people expect to see me out on the pavement at this point. 
Right. Right. Wow. Yeah. I can only imagine like they're probably looking for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have a core group that I run with here in Richmond and, you know, we run every week. Um, We also travel and run together. Um, So, you know, and now kind of leading the company um, wherever I go, you know, whether I a couple of weekends ago, I was in Cleveland Um, this past weekend or weekend before last, I was in Seattle. And, you know, if the girls are out there running, I definitely want to be right beside them because, I mean, it 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 kind of that humbling. It's a humbling moment. Um, Running is definitely not for the faint of heart. And it's an equalizer. Um, As many people may not realize, running is really an equalizer because it is um, a tough sport, especially as you start increasing your endurance, um, increasing your distance. Um, It is definitely an equalizer. Like everybody comes out, no matter what pace you are, um, everybody is coming out and running is is not easy. I don't care if you are in shape or you're not in shape. Running definitely pushes you to your limit. So I definitely like to get out on the pace talk with the ladies, find out what's going on. And like I said, it's it's almost running on the pavement for our organization is almost like the beauty salon. Like you talk about everything on the pavement, you release that emotion, you release that stress, um, and you're able to talk, talk around people that you that you trust as well. Um, so yeah, running is definitely that equalizer. And like I said, yeah, they definitely expect me to see, see me out in the, on the pavement at this point as well. Yeah. Yeah. I like that you said um, you mentioned something about the pace. It doesn't matter what pace you go, Um, because I remember when I first started with them in Atlanta, um, the ladies were so welcoming to me. Like I like I said, I was new to the area. I had just, you know, bought me some little shoes. I was like, okay, I'm about to really start running. Um, (laughs) Like I was real serious about it, Um, but they were so encouraging. They were so welcoming to me. But I remember specifically this lady telling me she was like, you know, have you ran before? And I was just like, no, like this is not all new to me. I'm just trying to like, you know, get healthy. Um, And she said she was like, well, it's okay if you walk. You know, she was like, you know, I'll walk with you. And she said, at the end of the day, you know, as as long as we finish and we're going to all leave together. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, wow, you know, I thought that was really, really nice because, I mean, they could have like the people that ran, they could have just like ran their lap and then like left. But like everybody stayed to the end and they waited until like the final person was done. And then, of course, we took a picture. Yeah. <laughs> and all of that. But I just thought that was really, really good, especially for somebody who who was new. You know what I'm saying? They made me feel like I was doing the right thing. They supported me. And I really, really appreciate that. Yeah. Also, yeah. I'm, I'm very excited and very happy to hear that because that is an experience that we want for all of our members, whether you're coming in for the very first time like yourself or somebody that has maybe they ran track in high school or they've fallen off the bandwagon and now they're coming back and wanting to um, get back on the pavement. No matter where you are in your health and fitness journey, um, we want that same exact experience for every one of our women that come out and join us. So, yes, it's all about 
movement. Um, that's what we call it. It's the Black Girls Run movement with emphasis on move. So no matter whether you're jogging, whether you're running, whether you're walking, um, it's about being active and healthy. And so you come out as a beginner or even an experienced runner. Um, we will wait for the last person to come through. Um, we have a mantra, no woman left behind. And I'm, all of us, all of our members, all of our ambassadors and run leads uh, stand behind that. You know, we're not going to come out and run a nine minute mile and someone else is walking. And then when you get back to the finish line, you're by yourself. No, we started off together. We're going to finish together. And that that's that encouragement um, and accountability that, hey, I know someone is going to be there for me at the end. I know when someone's going to start with me. So that brings me out to begin with. Someone's looking for me. Um, and I think that's what it's all about. It's creating that community that is very inclusive, that is very inviting, um, that is very accountable and encouraging as well. Um, and the point is, is that once you start this journey, um, that you will continue with it as well. Knowing that life happens, you know, um, you might fall off the bandwagon, but hey, Black Girls Run will be here to pick you up and say, hey, Shaniqua, where you been at? Like, come on, come on out here. Meet us on Tuesday. We, we need to see your face again. Um, and I think that's what's so valuable and unique about our organization. Yeah, exactly. And and that's how it was. <laughs> because that's after, good. Good. Yeah, after the first day, I was so sore because I mean, I've been working out, you know what I'm saying? And I was trying to like go hard the first I think I did like 4 miles, bro. I was like, Oh, bad. yeah, you yeah. you came out. Was, yeah, you came yeah. out the gate beasting. Yeah. I know, right? Like I I was like, you know what? I just got these new shoes. I'm about to really do it. Um, <laughs> but um, the next day I was like, "Oh my god, I can't walk." Um, <laughs> but they did check up on me. They did, you know, um, they were like, hey, you know, you know, when's the next time you come in out, you know, we're going to be here at this time. You know, they did it in the mornings or, you know, for the people who wanted to work out before work or after uh, work or on the weekend sometimes. So I thought that was just really, really good. Like, you know, it's so rare to find genuine community. These yeah, days. absolutely. What's so crazy is I was talking to somebody else about this. Like when you join Black Girls Run, you know, we don't do any type of background checks or anything, but joining Black Girls Run, wearing our gear, it adds a level of trust and a level of, hey, I may not know your name, but because you're part of this organization, I'm going to invite you in like you're my family. Right. Um, and I think that's what's so awesome about our organization. And it's, it's exactly why we we started the organization, um, because we wanted to create a community that was inviting to everyone, but especially African-American women, because we tend to gravitate to what looks like us. Mm -hmm. um, and so um, this community does just that. You come out, you see all shapes, all sizes, all colors. Um, and everyone is here from one common goal to get healthier and active and be your sister's keeper. And it adds that level of trust that you're part of Black Girls Run. Um, and I think that's what's so absolutely amazing. Right, right. I definitely agree with you. And it was just like that. All shapes and sizes and colors mm -hmm. and age, yep. you know, um, and which I think is really, really outstanding. And it's just grown so much. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Because yeah. when I was in Atlanta six years ago, um, 
it was already established, but like to see, to see how it is now and to see what you guys are doing around the world, it's just really, really fantastic. Yeah, I I appreciate that. Yeah, it's, um, it has become larger than I think the co-founders ever imagined it would be. Um, and like I said, I'm very fortunate to be in this position now to kind of continue the organization on to the next chapter to figure out, okay, what's next? How can we continue to grow? How can we continue to pull more women in, into our community? Um, but yeah, Atlanta is, if not the largest group, they're definitely one of the top three largest groups that we have nationwide. Um, and our Atlanta group is absolutely amazing. But even if you don't live in Atlanta, we have groups across the country um, that are just waiting for you to come on out and join us on the pavement. Um, so, yeah, we have we started off in 2011. Well, the the company started off in 2009 and now. To date, we have 70 groups nationwide. We're located in about 30 states, um, and we we roughly have about 220,000 members. So I can pretty much guarantee at least nine times out of 10 that if you live in a major city or are within at least a 45-minute drive of a major city, that you will find a Black Girls Run group near you. That's awesome. That's awesome, you know. Um, but I want to ask you, like, for the people who um, were like me. <laughs> so, like, if they're just, you know, they want to have a healthier life and, you know, they're interested in running. Like, how can somebody get started, you know? Like, what's the yeah. best way to like, build up, you know, to be a runner? Um, so the big, the first thing I would really say is like, if you haven't, if you're not physically active now, the one thing that I say, cause running is definitely not for the faint of heart. Um, you know, definitely I would encourage just going to get just a general physical. Um, that's what I would kind of start off with just making sure that you're in some type of good shape, um, whether you need to start off walking or, um, just whatever that may look like, but just make sure that, you know, you're not just jumping out of the gate. And, you know, like I said, you came out and did four miles, which is absolutely, (laughs) absolutely amazing. Um, But everybody's everybody's story doesn't look like that. Right. Um, So just making sure that you're you're good in good shape, because what could also happen is that if you jump out too fast, um, that could create injury as well. Um, And, you know, that could kind of deter you from continuing on your journey. So just making sure that you are at least in some type of shape to hit the pavement. Um, the next thing, probably the second thing would be making sure that you have the right shoes. So, you know, just like you talked about earlier, some people think that you can just go to Foot Locker, get a real cute pair of Nikes, slipping on, and then, hey, it's time to go running. No, ma'am, it is not that easy. Um, running stores, specialty running stores, are specialty stores because everybody has a different type of way that they plant their foot. Um, and so you have shoes that support your foot, whether, you know, you need a thicker sole or you need a thinner sole or just whatever that may look like. Um, I could never run in Nikes. Um, they would absolutely probably kill my feet. Nikes are my cute shoes when I'm just trying to style and profile. Um, but you know, just having a good pair of Nikes, um, and the shoe, I wouldn't even worry about the clothes yet until you start, you know, maybe getting more involved 
involved with running, but the shoes would probably be my first standpoint. And then if you start to get more involved with running or, you know, you're looking for workout clothes, we always say that cotton is rotten. So cotton holds on to moisture, which makes it heavy, um, which holds in body heat and which would make you tired faster. So you want something that is moisture resistant, that um, stays light on your body. It might get damp, but it's not going to be soaking wet like cotton that gets heavy. Um, And that goes for your shirt, your pants, as well as your socks as well. Um, If something's holding on to wetness that can create blisters, all of that nasty stuff that, um, you know, you just don't want while you're running, while you have a lot of friction going on. Um, you know, I have, I have thick thighs, thick thighs save lives and I would never be able to go out there and put just a regular cotton pair of leggings on. My thighs would kill me. Um, so I have to make sure that I have quality leggings that, you know, as these things are, creating a lot of friction while I'm running. (laughs) I need to make sure that my skin is protected as well. Um, So that's kind of my top three things is that, you know, make sure that you're kind of medically um, somewhat in shape and kind of get clear from your doctor in terms of having a physical. Number two would probably be having good shoes. And number three, just making sure you have some type of basic foundation in terms of what to wear. Um, And then other than that, in terms of actually getting out on the pavement, There are several programs, beginner programs. Um, We have a program called Walk Before You Run, um, and it's very similar to the Couch to 5K. And it's basically getting you to, you may not be running your first full 5K, but at least you're I would say at least running at least 75% of it and then walking the remainder. And that's your first 5k is three miles. Um, and that's what I really challenge people to start off with in terms of getting introduced to run, especially if you haven't had physical activity in your life, um, in a while. Um, definitely starting off with a 5k. I know when I started running, um, eight years ago, my first race was a 10k. Um, but I also was eight years ago was also at a lighter weight, in much better shape right out of college. Um, so I could definitely, uh, I could definitely, you know, you know, some people can afford to do a 10 K and I know some people that can come out the gate and they're running longer distances. So you really have to just gauge where you are. But for most people that we find that are joining black girls run, um, you know, they're getting back on the bandwagon after a while. Um, so the couch to 5k or walk before you run program is a great starting point that really walks you from A to Z in terms of how your body responds to, okay, this week we're going to run two minutes and then walk 30 seconds. And then increasingly you, you gain more running time and less walking time. So those would probably be my top four in terms of how to get started with uh, running. I think that was great. You gave so much information and it was so, so good. Um, I wish someone would have told me about the shoes before I um, challenged myself to do that for miles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, the first time- I mean, people, people just don't, people just don't know. I would have never known either. Like I see the running stores, but I never knew what a Brooks or a Mizuno was um, before I got into, you know, this whole running world and running industry. You know, I thought I could just put on a pair 
of Nikes and call it a day, but it's really, you really can't do that. Um, some people can run in Nikes. I, I know several people that can, but like I said, you need to go get fitted first before you think you can just throw on a pair that, oh, I used to have these. Do they still fit? And right. no, you, you setting yourself up for trouble. Right, right. Because I, I run in Nikes, but I have to change my inserts. Because, exactly. Yeah. So I had to go. I had to go, and I had to get fitted as well. Um, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't know about those other two brands. So I'm gonna check those out too because yeah, Brooks, <laughs> they might be Brooks is, uh, yeah, Brooks is my go-to. Um, that's kind of mo- the most common running shoe, but they have so many Mizuno, Saucony. Mm-hmm. Um, they have so many running brands um, that can fit any type of foot, whether you have a wide foot or just what. Right. Um, but yeah, is the, the most important thing is just to go get fitted. Um, and they actually look at how you plant your foot, mm-hmm. um, against the, against the floor. And, you know, if you, if your feet roll when you run or what, whatever it is, if you're a heel striker, um, they'll be able to put you in the right shoe that works for your foot. Um, and then the other big thing about shoes is people don't realize that you can't work out in terms of going to do a cardio class or a gym class. You should not be working out in the same shoes that you're running in. Um, because you should keep give your foot some type of relief. Um, and you should only be running in your running shoes. Um, and then when you start getting more and more time on the pavement, you're going to find yourself, they say that you should rotate your shoes almost every six months or 300 miles. Um, and so running can also become a very expensive sport too. But if you're just for the first time getting out on the pavement, then, you know, just take it slow. Um, it doesn't have, you can make it as expensive or as cheap if you, as you want to. Right. Right. But either way, you know, it's, it's your health and that's, you know, wealth right there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, health, health is everything. Yeah. It's definitely a total body workout. Um, but that's what I want to talk about. You know, um, the whole point of the beauty and soul podcast is to talk about the B side of life, love and business. You know, it's so easy for people to talk about the positives all the time, but I think for like, beginning people, you know, they need to hear like some of the struggles, you know, that oh, yeah, have, absolutely. Yeah, that we all go through. I know me personally, when it comes to, when it comes to working out, like I get so tired, <laughs> I, get, mm. I get so tired sometimes that, you know, it's hard for me to, you know, do the other things that I need to do. Um, i.e. like business or family or whatever the case may be. So like, how do you manage being a wife you know, being a CEO um, and running and traveling. Like, how do you manage all of this? (laughs) You know, I wish I had, I wish I knew the magic potion, but literally um, every hour of the day um, is playing very meticulously. Um, So, you know, me waking up at 4.45 every day, I'm at the gym by 5.30, know I need to be home by 6.30, um, and you know, I need to eat breakfast. I need to be out the door by 8am. Like every hour is just playing very meticulously to make sure that I'm productive. Um, but the work life balance is always just a, it's a constant struggle. It's, it's very much so a constant struggle. I have to say, okay, I'm, you know, I didn't get everything done on my things to do list, but I have to shut it down. It's 10 o'clock at night. I've maybe only said 20 words to my husband today. 
And, you know, you have to figure out what's priority in your life. And, you know, sometimes that work-life balance will get off balance and that's totally okay. Um, And I think, you know, even, you know, in anything, whether it's a marriage or whether any type of relationship, it's about communication. So, you know, the last three months um, in my position now with Black Girls Run, it has totally turned things upside down in my life. Um, you know, I'm not able to come home every day and cook dinner like I used to. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm traveling at least three weekends out of the month. Um, and so it's about that communication with my husband. Um, and we have days where, you know, we want to strangle each other. We definitely do. Um, but you know, it's then it's a bringing it back and it says, okay, all right, we're in this for the long haul. We, you know, we had a hiccup this week. Let's push past this and figure out how to not let it happen again. Um, so it's about communication. It's about planning. Um, and just making sure that, you know, you also leave yourself room to fail as well. Um, that's perfectly okay. You know, Today, I may not have, you know, I didn't eat lunch or um, dinner is not even cooked yet. (laughs) Um, And that's okay. Life is going to go on. Like, it's not the end of the world. Um, So um, it's, it's, you know, it's giving yourself room to fail and knowing that it's okay to, hey, tomorrow you can press reset and start this all over again. So it's definitely a constant struggle, tug of war in terms of work-life balance, but it's possible, you know, uh, you know, people have been doing it for forever and ever. That's right. Um, it's just people just, just master it in different ways. And so I'm trying to master it for how it works for my life uh, right now. And so that's just kind of the way the cookie crumbles. So, you know, my, it's not a cookie cutter, um, type of situation. Like I can't just say here, here's the blueprint to be a wife, CEO, mother, daughter, best friend. Nah, I wish it was. (laughs) (laughs) So you just have to, you just have to make life work for how you want to make it work for yourself. But that's kind of my, how I do it. You know, just a lot of planning, um, communication with the people that I love. And then, really sometimes giving myself a reality check in terms of what takes priority in my life. Like, is it going to be the job tonight or do I need to shut it down and say, Hey, you know, let me just go and just chill with hubby tonight. So, and that, that's kind of, that's kind of how it happens. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a very, very honest answer. And I think, you know, um, that's great because honestly, all of us, you know, forever we'll be struggling with trying to manage, you know, work and life, you know? Um, but I think it's also important for people to hear that, you know, sometimes people don't get started with whatever their dreams are, whatever their goals are, because they're worried about, you know, the people that's around them or how they would, you know, react or how they were, would, um, respond to them doing what they need to do for them. But honestly, Mm -hmm it's always going to be a struggle. <laughs> it's yeah. never, it is. Yeah. It is. It's, it's always going to be a struggle. I mean, even before like I started this whole, um, not before I started, before I got into this role with VGR, like I consulted the people that would be immediately affected. So talking with my husband, talking with my mom, um, you know, like, is this something that I really need to do? And they knew I was passionate about it. And I think at the same time that, you're trying to be, you know, a boss babe and be 
everything that you want to be and realize your dreams and your goals. Um, include the, your loved ones in that. Um, include your loved ones in that conversation. So when those goals and those dreams become reality, you already have support behind you and you won't feel like you're doing it by yourself. Um, so, you know, my mom is like my number one volunteer. Um, my husband, you know, he just fin- finished counting shirts for me for an event that I have this weekend. Um, so, you know, so you have to include them in part in being a part of building up your dreams and your goals because you can't do it by yourself. Um, and I think that that's something important to consider as well. You have to have that support or you, you can't do it by yourself. That that's just as simple as it gets. Yeah. Yeah. I completely, completely agree with you. You can't, no one can. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, Miss JL, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I I just gained so much insight on running. Like I thought I was doing good, but I just got <laughs> You <laughs> are doing good. You are doing good. Girl, you just schooled me on a whole bunch of stuff. I was taking notes. I'm like, hold on now. <laughs> I need to go ahead and step my game up. But I just really, really learned so much from, you know, what you shared today. And I'm so grateful that you um, agreed to be on the podcast. No, I appreciate you um, having me a part of it. I'm always excited when I can reconnect with literally, I mean, childhood friends. We didn't know each other um, literally probably over a couple of decades. So no, I appreciate the opportunity just to, you know, continue to spread that positivity and reconnect with people um, and everybody's doing great things. Um, that's just motivating in and of itself. Right, right. It really, really is. Like so many people are doing amazing things and I'm mm-hmm. just, I'm just so proud of everyone for doing what yep. they have to do, you know? Um, but I want to do something a little fun to close out the episode. So, okay. so I'm going to give you three words and you just give me the first word that comes to your mind when I give you the word. Okay. Mm. <laughs> and listen, <laughs> listen, you can say whatever you want. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Life. Mm, I probably, I'm going to say limitless. Oh, I like that. Business. Mm. Mm. This is hard. I'm going to say, I'm going to say foundation. Oh, I like that. And love. I'm gonna I'm gonna say marriage. Um, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love all three of those responses. They were all all very, very good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I really do love all of them. But all right, I wanna honor your time because I know you are a busy woman and you need to go No problem. I appreciate I appreciate the opportunity. No, I'm not cooking dinner tonight. I was trying um... to say you need to go cook dinner. <laughs> No, I'm not cooking dinner tonight. I think we about to go watch Power. Um, and then, uh, I don't know, we going to pull something out of the freezer or it's going to be a tuna fish or a sandwich night tonight. I feel you, girl. I feel you. I still got to watch Power, too. Um, but I'm going to make sure that I include all the information about Black Girls Run in the show notes, but let everybody know where they can connect with you and where they can learn more about Black Girls Run. 
Sure. So the website for Black Girls Run is just blackgirlsrun.com. Girls is plural. And you can connect with me and with Black Girls Run on all social media fronts. Um, IG at official Black Girls Run. Mine is at JL Alexander on all social media and then Facebook. And Twitter is the same at Black Girls Run and at JL Alexander. So, yeah, come join our community, be a part of the great sisterhood that we have. And I look forward to seeing some of the listeners out on the pavement very soon. All right, girlfriend. Well, all righty. Thank you so much for doing the podcast. Thanks, Shaniqua. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I hope you guys enjoyed my conversation with JL just as much as I did. I learned so much from her that brief time that she was on the podcast, but, um, make sure you guys follow her and stay connected. And if you are looking for a community of women that are supportive in your area, definitely, definitely connect with black girls run. I can personally tell you that they are wonderful and it really, really helped me. But before we go, you know, I can't leave you guys hanging. I always have to include our featured song, which is Confidence by Ray. Because I want you guys to be as confident as you can be. And sometimes it takes just a little push, just a little support from the right group of friends to motivate you, to get you moving, to get you feeling like your best self. So when I heard this song, I said it was perfect for this episode. So I hope you enjoy it. to the beauty and soul podcast where we discuss the b-side of life love and business i hope you enjoyed it and as always keep god first and don't forget to share rate and subscribe until next time